Hello, Herd, and uh, welcome to our Tuesday show, our data dump. What year is it? It's been what so day, long. What day? What year? Uh, it is Tuesday when you're listening to this. We didn't blow uh, it, away in the hurricane. Yeah, it is an undisclosed day when we're recording this because we don't want you to know our schedule and our secrets. Uh, you have to either be one of us or a cat to understand our secrets. Or so, Rebecca. I think she understands. <laughs> hey, Rebecca. Um, so, yes, Tuesday show. We talk about news and current events. And um, as mentioned, we've taken a little bit of a break. Uh, we had some things with uh, work, and then we had vacation and just all kinds of scheduling conflictions. So we had to kind of just take a break um, for a week and a half. Uh, but we're back, um, and we do have some news. There was some happenings while we were uh on vacation and such so some of that will cover some things happened uh the week of um when we were uh, busy with work stuff um so if it seems like old news it might be but it's new to us dang it it's new to me i don't read the news <laughs> so um we are going to do a little bit of a different thing um you know we're only like three weeks in so we're constantly changing everything yeah um we're going to try a little bit more of a uh, uh, Megan. You're going to kind of read off things, <clears throat> kind of talk at me with the news, and then we'll uh, kind of jump off from there with some conversations uh, and whatnot. So um, that way we get less complaints about my uh, voice dominating the uh, podcast webs. Do we get those complaints? I do. No. Are you no. talking to yourself in the mirror? I talk again? to myself in the mirror. You're creepy. No, um, I love you. Eh, I just I I wanted to try something different, so I figured yeah. I'd give you all the news to read um about and we'll just kind of talk uh <clears throat> at each bullet point and in whatnot and such and do I, things and stuff. Do I need to use my Super Smash Brothers um announcer voice? No, please don't. Welcome to gaming news. Like, if you're going to introduce it, I guess that's fine, because I can't stop you because you're a strong, independent woman, but... Yes, I am. I Don't do the whole thing like that. Who run the <clears throat> world, John? Squirrels. And then sister. <laughs> All right. So, We've yes. We've off track. So, uh, welcome to this madness that is our data dump. Um, we're dumping data everywhere. It's just all over the place. It's, it's crazy. It's on the floor. It's on the cat. It's over there. Don't drop that data dump. Don't <laughs> drop that data dump. <laughs> that just needs to be our intro music for this episode now. We're so. very tired. <laughs> um, but all right, let's get into some news. Hi. Hi. Do you like gaming? I do. What's your favorite video game? Ratchet and Clank. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, I mean, uh, Battlefront, of course. Do you like Battlefront? <laughs> I like it, yeah. You like it so much that it makes you yell. No, I yell when I have to do stuff I don't like doing for daily achievements and credits. But when I'm allowed to do what I want to do, I have fun. John, Republic credits are not sufficient. Dog? You trying to be funny? No. Mm-hmm. I'm never trying to be funny. <laughs> it comes naturally, John. <laughs> Whatever. I've met your family. It does not. <laughs> funny looking maybe <laughs> just kidding jokes on you our kids are gonna look like that <laughs> only half of them <laughs> okay um everyone's gonna just, be like two face 
<laughs> just do me a favor. Go on Wikipedia. Bring up the uh, genetics uh, Wikipedia and send it to John <laughs> so I, that he'll understand. I know how genetics work. I wear Levi's. <laughs> I know how Dana works. <laughs> I have Dana. Dinosaur DNA. Dana DNA. <laughs> Shout out to Dead Meat James. If you're not following Dead Meat, you should be. Okay, so we've gotten so off track. Battlefront. Uh, the updates this week have been very technical heavy. Mm-hmm. Which you like technical. Yes, I think that's where a lot of the improvements uh, for Battlefront. Uh, that's the realm in which they lie. Um, there's a lot of nice cosmetic things and um, gameplay things, but I think under everything is that technical layer um, that they're constantly improving. Um, uh, I think this is one of the bigger updates for that since probably the last six months. And it's okay to get technical sometimes because only Sith deal in absolute. Anyway! Uh, that look. <laughs> Boy. Um, end of round matchmaking improvements. Uh, this involves better balancing in rounds rather than having to jump in and out to hope for a better matchmaking. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? <laughs> um, so the end of round, uh, stuff has more to do, like, um, So, usually, there's a lot of balancing issues uh, when you're when you're uh, ending a match. Um, a lot of times, too, it, it chalks up to people that leave the match prematurely. So, end of round matchmaking it goes along with some of the other updates that have to do with um, their servers, in the sense that it's going to prioritize filling those gaps so that hopefully number one, um, the matchmaking is more balanced, but number uh, two, and more importantly, that the next game can continue quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know about everybody, but for me um, at the end of each round, there's usually like this mass exodus of players, which means you're basically starting a waiting game um, for new people. And because there's so many players that leave, uh, pretty much just anybody gets thrown in by the servers. Mm-hmm. So this is to help balance better. So number one, hopefully you're getting people quicker, but you're getting people more on your level. Um, so that way, maybe they'll stick around, maybe they won't. Um, and and this is just all what I have an understanding of mm-hmm. as far as what it sounds like they're doing a lot of this all this comes from the community transmissions which you can read for yourself and get the full details but for this for 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 what I understand of it and the way I see it helping me it has to do with resolving that mass exodus afterwards and hopefully giving you more balanced gaming um mm-hmm. in between each round Well if that makes you feel better you know a lot more than I do about this <laughs> cuz I know Big old goose egg. <laughs> yeah. So, um, something else that has been updated is fuller servers. So, servers that have eaten before serving you. Uh, that was a dumb joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of servers, 
servers will fill matches rather than be begin new ones, uh, meaning less waiting times to begin a match or between rounds. Yeah, so this one's the more important one, or the more, the one I was more excited about. So, um, again, it'll it'll prioritize filling rooms rather than starting new ones every time somebody comes in. So, <clears throat> if um, if I go in and, and go to join a match, uh, the reason a lot of times it takes forever uh, to get in is because it's not joining a match; it's beginning a match, and then you're waiting for other for the server to pull in other players. Um, and so with this, it's going to push people into an already beginning or near full um, match rather than start a whole new one. Okay. Um, usually there's bars for that. So if there's like, so let's say the match is uh, 20 players. If it reaches 15, um, then usually it'll kick over to start. It'll say, all right, we're almost full, so let's go ahead and open another one. So if 10 people come in, five have a place to go in this match, and five have a place to start the next match kind of thing. Gotcha. That um, makes sense. So it'll just mean, and, and under under all of this, there's the balancing thing. They're trying to make sure that you're getting into a match with people that you can keep up with. Um, but in this, it's going to push you into something that's already started. So hopefully you can jump in a lot quicker. Okay. By the way, this video or this podcast is sponsored by leaning away to discreetly burp because of mellow mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> Covert burps. Yep. So moving on. Um, I'm going to try to say this one, right? Ping sites. <laughs> uh, sounds right. <laughs> sites yes yes okay yes. <laughs> so uh improvements to local matchmaking in order to find the best and quickest experience and to find the best date matchmaker matchmaker make me a match find me a find catch me a catch is that an actual song yes <laughs> have you never seen mrs doubtfire <laughs> Like once as a kid, not entertain. I told you I don't like Robert Williams very much. Okay, I'm gonna ask you nicely, community. Don't come for John, <laughs> please, please don't. I can't deal with that emotional stress. That's uh, just my opinion. Um, uh, it's not my type of comedian actor. Um, what? But this, I, I mean, your the song, as silly as it is, is kind of what that has to do. So. Um, this is going to help you find more local uh, ping servers. So uh, that way you're matched with... Because uh, the thing is, like, if you're in Russia and you're matched with half of a team in the U.S., mm -hmm. your connection may not be the strongest, uh, which impairs gameplay. Mm -hmm. So what it'll try and do is it'll try and say, hey, you're in Russia, so why don't we match you with other Russians? <laughs> Um, all your base belong to you us. know it'll it'll get far more specific with that they'll basically have a, a set radius and say all right you know as soon as you go to join we're going to prioritize searching this radius mm -hmm. for um matchmaking if that doesn't work we'll extend the radius to this much and then eventually if there's really nothing then it'll go uh worldwide so you can yeah so it hopefully gives you a better connection with each player but also Again, it goes back to speediness. It, it gets you in there quicker a little bit. 
And Lord knows, you don't want to be matched with a terrible, you know, American, and you spill your borscht trying to, you know, connect. Are you done? No. <laughs> I'm never done. Um, you can't stop me. Uh, you can't control me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's um, it's a big multiplayer uh, hindrance when you know your connection is is impaired, and yeah. uh, uh, a, a lot of these you know you can always kind of just chalk up and say why weren't these in there in the first place? I don't know. Uh, I feel like at least they're trying, and at least they're finally getting to it. Um, they are basic necessities, so it's it's good that we're getting them now um and again i don't know about everybody i know i have some difficulty with some of these areas particularly um the jumping in and also the connectivity issues uh the end around matchmaking i do have a little bit of trouble with but you know hopefully all it does is just make gameplay smoother it it's less of a you know join and wait kind of thing and hope especially this isn't so much for like the um, galactic assault or uh, the more trooper oriented stuff. Um, the main thing I think this is going to be a benefit is like heroes versus villains. Um, mm. I have your favorite. Yeah, I mean, there's at least one a day that you there's a heroes versus villains challenge. Yeah. Um, that I have to complete, and it takes the longest, not because it's of the gameplay, but because of finding other players yeah um i mean it's just because because it's such a small team but again the the improvements of all right fill a server before you start Mm -hmm. is going to help with that greatly um but that's that's the worst of it hero versus uh heroes versus villains galactic or not galactic so uh starfighter assault um are the two i think that i have the most trouble with waiting rooms yeah <clears throat> I have a trouble with waiting rooms too. They're always cold. <laughs> Why? Is the doctor trying to freeze you out? Maybe. Speaking of freezing, John, how do you feel about your skin? Uh, it's pretty squishy right now. Do you value it? Pretty much. I guarantee you, I know someone who does more. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <clears throat> that was unnecessarily creepy. Sorry. So, some news about other skins, in case you want to try some out. Would you try my skin? No. I'd try my skin. (laughs) Oh, why did you make that (laughs) reference? Because he literally makes a skin suit. Uh... Silence of the Lambs is one of my favorite movies. (laughs) Um, So, about skins, video game ones. Uh, Updates will be made on current star core skins... To better reflect canon appearances. Okay. Uh, yeah, there was there was a lot of complaints, um, and uh, kind of, I, I mean, I was taken aback. I didn't really complain. I didn't. Oh. Um, my I didn't as aggressively mind them as <laughs> other people did, um, but a lot of people were really nerfed by uh, the appearance of the Star Corps. Uh-huh. Um, skins it did not reflect what we know like uh, basically if you watch the scene in return uh revenge of the sith uh where ala sakura gets killed by Bly and the star core um 
those clone troopers don't look quite right when compared to the skins that we got in Battlefront 2, mostly because rather than go for a very simplistic... And I, I they were going for stylized. They were going for making it look cool, not just being bland. Because the Star Corps is one of the more bland ones in that they all really do look the same. Um, and so to differentiate it's them... like they're clones. <laughs> well, they're armor. <clears throat> so to differentiate them, they added a few different patterns here and there and designs. Uh, but altogether, it ended up upsetting a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, I will say that they weren't the... I liked the heavy um, That's why you're skin. Me. <laughs> Rude. Um, I liked the heavy skin uh, the most. That's the one I kept um, using frequently. The others I really didn't jump to because I just felt like the patterns were a little off. And the the black, white, and yellow just didn't match very well so i can understand why people were upset i accepted it because i didn't think they would change it but um apparently there was enough of a voice about it that they are going to go back and improve them and make them more canon they said there's also some technical things with uh some of the uh, uh mirroring of the patterns or something like that it was really weird to really understand what they were trying to say mm -hmm. um but altogether, they're going to go in and rework the skins um, on the Star Corps um, and others. Yeah, it looks like there's going to be an update to the Recon and Wolfpack squads. But that will not happen before the schedule drop, meaning that an update will follow later. Yeah, that's, I get that. Um, you know, this is really a look into how this all works, you know, and the reason that their quick responses are so impressive is because this stuff is decided and set and scheduled months in advance. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. so the, the changes they need to make won't happen without upsetting their roadmap schedule for updates. Mm -hmm. So they're going to just let the update roll out as it's supposed to and following right behind it, they're going to patch. Um, the, you know, it, I mean, basically, it sounds like they did the same creativity. They had the same creativity with the other two skins that were coming. And because of the response to this one, quickly decided, all right, we need to go back because these aren't canon. And if they didn't like the last ones, we have to fix these. So um, I I do appreciate it. Um, I do feel bad also um, just because I know what their response I didn't see a lot of it, but I, I I can imagine what it probably, some of it looked like. Um, especially since Ben Walk, who works for, uh, who does a lot of the, like, Twitter uh, mediating on uh, Battlefront stuff and updates, and who shares these transmissions with us through Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, and his cousin, Ben Drive. <laughs> um, like, I mean, it was maybe last month, he posted you know, hey, I'm tired. I'm like going on break or going on vacation or whatever. I'm gonna go take a nap. And and somebody immediately commented like, when are you giving? When are you, when are y'all doing this update or when are you adding this to the game? And it's like, how about calm down? Yeah, it, you know, and and that's that's just somebody being like, I want this in the game. Yeah. You can only imagine what it's like when they're like, oh no, they ruined this. Yeah, let let me give you some advice here, friend, friends and neighbors. Hey there, neighbor. Chill out. 
calm down, light some candles, take a bath, eat a pizza. Yeah. Like, just chill the heck out, man. Um, Things will happen when they happen. Getting angry ain't gonna do nothing. Yeah, so, you know, I kind of feel bad that some people work, some of the artists and creators worked hard to be like, yeah. oh man, this looks cool. And then to put it out there and to just kind of get met with a wall of yeah. that's not canon. <laughs> um, and I do get that. But at the same time, I also get enjoying the creativity of it. I mean, cause we could get up in arms about like all the different designs in the clone wars of armor and color patterns and paint and everything. And, you know, I can be like, oh, that's not canon or, you know, why don't we see that in Revenge of the Sith or whatever? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I just accept it and enjoy, and enjoy the creativity that went into it. And, yeah. you know, that's that. Um, and I kind of yeah. just treated uh, the uh, the Starcore skins the same. They, By the way, they didn't mention the, um, the Kashyyyk troopers. So I feel like they're being left alone. Mm. Um, if they did mention it, I don't remember but it, it sounds like it's just the star Corps. but um yeah, yeah i kind of just looked at it and accepted it and was like well that's him someone's creative choice you know yeah so at the end of the day as i always say nothing matters we're all gonna die someday we're dust in the wind it's faking in space you should make that into a song make it into a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna wear that to uh um Star Wars celebration this year. It nothing matters. It's fake. <laughs> it's a movie. Chill. I love Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Even even for all our uh, criticisms. Yeah, there are more important things. There's there's people dying every day. There's children starving in Africa. Feed them a comic book. Speaking of comic books. <laughs> transition next up comic book news so apparently this is just going to be one of those crazy wacky episodes so hopefully you're buckled in <laughs> strap in kids are you in your seat belts are you in your car seat don't get out of your car seat oh boy my niece is at that age where she can unbuckle her own car seat and it's fun <laughs> it's a lot Escape. of fun Escape. oh yeah yeah okay so comic book news Mm-hmm. We've been out of the loop for a, a couple days on the comic book news. Or at least I have. I don't know what you do in your spare time. Oh, well, there wasn't a lot. Um, but thanks to Star Wars Explained, I caught up with it. Um, Shout out to Star Wars Explained. Yeah. One of our fav one of my favorite um, yeah. Star Wars YouTubers. Yeah. They're both very funny. Mm-hmm. I liked their Jabba cosplay. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys could you you should if you like Star Wars and you like YouTube, um, Star Wars Explain, uh, Molly and Alex, they're great peeps, yeah. and um, yeah, they're, they're just they're just fun to listen to. Yeah, they're they were a big inspiration for us wanting to create content, and they're just genuinely good people. And um, you can watch one of their Saturday Q and As where uh, now it's become it used to be just Alex and. Molly would be like a special guest or occasional guest, but now they've thankfully done where they both show up and it's just fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, they're adorable. So yeah, yeah, go give them a subscribe and a follow and a like and whatnot. Like, comment, and subscribe. 
Rate, rate and review. There you go. That's more around. Buy us on Amazon. <laughs> Buy us on Amazon. <laughs> Buy us the Amazon. No. All right. Please. Comic books. Okay. So we have the near full list of the spotlight characters to be featured in the soon coming Age of series. We have approximate knowledge of all things. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I believe we got 24 names yeah. total. Um, of the three different ones combined. So it's supposed to be 30. Yeah. So either that means there's, what it sounds like is there's two more for each series that they're either being quiet about or that they're still deciding on. Mm -hmm. Um, I would be surprised if they're still deciding on it. I think they're decided. I think they're keeping some surprises though. They love secrets. Well, yeah, it's Disney. Secrets, secrets, tell no one. Secrets, secrets are no fun. Just you're just a wealth of of silliness. Are you um, surprised? No, I've accepted it at this point. This is my life. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to your life. Could be worse. Okay, so we're gonna go through this this list, and I'm gonna give you some categories. Um, for the Republic, we have Qui Gon Jinn, Darth Maul, Obi Wan Kenobi, Jango Fett. Anakin Skywalker and Sand. Uh, Count Dooku. Dooku? Dooku. Dooku. Uh, Padme Amidala. General Grievous. Uh, for... Well, let, oh, let's what? let's <laughs> take them one at a time. Unpack? Yeah. Okay. Um, so we already knew about Qui-Gon Maul, Obi-Wan, and Jango. That, yeah. We knew that as of San Diego Comic-Con. All the others are... Um, new additions we actually on a previous episode talked about where I, at one of the main ones i had brought up was dooku mm-hmm. um wanting to kind of do a uh when he was still a jedi maybe when he was uh see that's the thing is like i don't know the details of how they're doing like or if they're doing if they're considering the age of republic just the um what is it? It's uh, just the the fourteen years of the prequel trilogy. So meaning it has to fall within those that time period, yeah. or if it's just Republic era, um, I don't know. But yeah. I would like to see Dooku as a master to a younger Qui Gon or something like that. Um, Do you think he was that dramatic when he was a Jedi? Oh yeah, I'm sure. I I know it's inferred a lot and we can probably guess, I mean, cause it, you know, dramatic, uh, dude. Dooku clearly became a Sith. And so uh, a lot of Qui-Gon's ideals could be, and more than likely are rooted in his training and his master clear, uh, you know, Dooku went overboard on it, but yeah, a lot of Qui-Gon's viewpoints of the Jedi and the order, I think come from Dooku. So I'm sure he was, that flary and dramatic and mm-hmm. he sees through the lies of the Jedi. Yes. Um, have you ever heard? Yes. I've heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis wise. Are you an angel? <laughs> yes. What I get from this one and the names uh, with, or the characters that are in the other series is they're, they're clearly sticking to a main cast um, yeah. of characters, which I was a little disappointed in. Um, especially, 
well, I won't say I was disappointed with Maul. I was surprised because of how much we've already gotten. Um, I thought what would have been a pleasant surprise would have been to have Maul in the Age of Rebellion era because that could have then told the story of Maul around the time of Solo. Um, I thought that would have been a cool twist. Um, mm -hmm. Clearly, we're getting him here. So, But that also then means like maybe we find out some more about his time in the Clone Wars. I don't, I just don't know where they're going to put it because we've already gotten so much filled out for him because of Clone Wars, because of the Son of Dathomir comics, uh, because of the Darth Maul, um, five issue series. Like we've gotten a lot. So it's going to be interesting where they put that. Mm -hmm. Um, all the others you can kind of, take a whack at like I, I imagine Django Fett may tell the story of how he was recruited mm -hmm. I feel like Anakin may have a story during the 10-year period between uh Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones I imagine a lot of pouting <laughs> right in sand You're um, dead. I think Padme's is probably um the same well just chilling well the, uh she it may be it may take some influence from the deleted scenes of revenge of the Sith and have her kind of recruiting other senators, mm -hmm. um, into who would then later become leaders of the rebellion. So like Mon Mothma, Bail Organa and such. Oh, so, it would be cool to see um, a younger Mon Mothma. Well, she's in revenge of the Sith briefly. She was way more featured, um, because of a few, uh, like I said, deleted scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, Originally, they were emphasizing a little more that, like, you know, ironically, Padme kind of started up the rebellion. And then, of course, her daughter would then become a huge driving force of it. Um, so it's kind of ironic that uh, Anakin's wife uh, created the downfall of the Empire. But uh, so she recruited um, some senators we didn't really know. But, of course, the Easter eggs were Mon Mothma. Um, and uh, Bail Organa. And uh, the actress that played Mon Mothma in those scenes actually is the one who returned for Rogue One, um, which was quite significant. Yeah. I think she also voiced Mon Mothma in Rebels. Uh, I could be wrong about that. <laughs> but in, anyway, so I, I think that would make for a cool story for Padme, um, since I think she does best in political arenas. Like I said, Dooku, I hope, it ha I hope it's um, him and Qui-Gon. Like, him, yeah. him as a Jedi. I'd love to see a little bit more of that. Um, Just an eleven-year-old Qui-Gon Jinn with a full beard. That, well, not, that's... not, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe something like maybe uh, just before Qui-Gon uh, becomes a Jedi Knight and and yeah. becomes independent. Uh, Grievous is a cool one. I'd like to see some, maybe some backstory on him again. It depends on how they do this. Um, if it's strictly set within the 14 years of the prequels. Yeah. It, or, I mean, it could, well, that could still work. They could still set it between episode one and two or uh, between. Yeah. Between, between episodes one and two and kind of have his recruitment, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and we could always get like, maybe since the new clone, clone wars, uh, see, well, new season of Clone Wars is coming out. We could get a Clone Wars era type jobby for um, some characters. Yeah. So uh, I think 
I think Django, Qui-Gon, and Grievous are the ones I'm most excited for, just because they have the most to benefit from this series. All the others we've already gotten, again, that's why I was a little disappointed. It's, we've gotten quite a bit. I'm sure, I'm really hopeful that it'll be great, and, you know, I do trust Lucasfilm entirely. I just, I'm a little less excited than I want to be because of some of the characters they're focused on. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely Grievous, Qui-Gon, and Django are the top of my list. As always. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't wouldn't be hard to guess. So, for the Rebellion, we have, and saying it correctly, Lando Calrissian. (laughs) Jabba the Hutt, um, Han Solo, Boba Fett, mm-hmm. pause for delight, <laughs> uh, Luke Squawker, Squawk, <laughs> <laughs> Grand Moff Tarkin, um, not as Grand Moff Tarkin, uh, Leia Organa, and Chad Vader. <laughs> It just says Vader on the list, so I'm assuming it's Chad. No, it's Darth. Oh. He's much, much uh, darker cousin. Um, again, going back, like I'm a little disappointed we're getting Vader because we've got so, we've got a complete series of Vader comics and an ongoing series of Vader comics. Yeah. More Vader. You know, and I'm a, I'm a huge fan of those series. Yeah. But because I'm a fan of those series, I don't need another Vader in- inclusion, in yeah. my opinion. Unless, and this would be completely out there, but unless it has to do with Force Ghost Anakin. Unless, I read that. like, it's more... Like towards his redemption or something like I don't I don't know, I just they've covered so much territory. I feel like it's very yeah. hard to find a place to tell a story about Vader yeah. that they're not going to step on their own toes of uh, with the main series. Yeah, I mean, I'd read a full comic at about like Force Ghost Anakin just following around Kylo Ren and Luke. <laughs> just yeah. being like dude dude like I said that's um, the, the force ghost Anakin because that's technically not Vader like that's way out there but like that's the only thing I could think that I would yeah. I would I would then become excited about it yeah. like I, I that one's gonna have to be something interesting to really get me excited um, I'm sure I'll love it um, but uh yeah, that one was a little bit disappointing. I felt like it could have gone to another character. Yeah. Um, Fun fact about Force Ghosts, since we can't see them all the time, Yoda, during the entirety of uh, The Force Awakens, was just dabbing in the background. <laughs> I don't I don't know that that's true. Look. Look with your special eyes. <laughs> I can't. They don't have my brand. Um, <laughs> my brand. Yeah, we got... Uh, now, Luke Skywalker, they could easily do, all right, what's he do right after the Ewok party? Like, I mean, they could fit that somewhere. That would be cool. Um, I'd imagine just, like, sit by himself, by the fire, just like, just this take it all in. my dad. Yeah. My dad. Um, 
Boba Fett, I'm excited for. Uh, obviously, obviously, I would love if it deals with him escaping the Sarlacc and finally confirming that. Good Lord, I cannot wait. Um, if not, I would just be happy to get anything Boba Fett because we've gotten very little of him and he's been you quite know? a pansy. No. In uh, in the Star Wars main run, he's been he's been nice, but he's been for show. Um, and you know, regardless of how overrated people think he is in the comics, he was made out to be really good back in the day. Of course, every him like every character suffered from, you know, comic book itis where they're just, you know, it's very comic booky. It, they yeah. they suspend rea- reality entirely. Um, but there were several times when he was very tragic. He was very sympathetic. He was very just ba. Um, so, you know, I'd love to see a little bit more return to that rather than him just be there for appearances sake and ride off, you know, off of the impact of his name alone. It's like, oh, it's Boba Fett. But, you know, if he doesn't have any action behind his name, you know, it's not going to mean anything. Yeah. Um, Might as well be called Greg Fett. I'm excited for Tarkin. Yeah. I think that'll be cool. He was on the list, uh, I believe, of ones I had kind of theorized maybe we'll get um i was uh hoping for that that'd be cool um what were what were the what were the other names uh we have lando which i'm very excited about i'm hoping it's like how he comes to acquire cloud city yeah like i would i would like to go that route the two areas i would like to see told are that um or sort of how he enter uh, oh gosh, what word was I trying to say? Um, infiltrated. Uh, infiltrated. Uh, how he inf- infiltrated uh, Jabba's palace kind of thing. Like mm. the two, it's either before Empire or after Empire Listen, would be the I'm pretty spaces. sure that Lando just walked in there and charmed Jabba's hermaphroditic pants off. That's Legends. In <laughs> canon, he's a dude. Only a dude. Always a dude. In Clone Wars, he has a baby. Yeah, but that was a thing when legends Where's weren't legends. His mummy. I mean, he's he's a big time gangster. He could get anybody he wants. Clearly, who's gonna carry that? All all of the ladies in his palace clearly want to be there voluntarily. Megan, no change required. Megan, stop asking questions. Megan, no means no. <laughs> not to Chaba, apparently. Um, Definitely not to Chaba. Are you kidding me? Uh, so yeah, so, well, good transition. So Lando, um, yeah, that one I I think is a des- deserved story, and I I look forward to that one. Jabba, that would be interesting. Maybe it could talk yeah. about what what's what's he do with his son? What, like where is on? his son? Jabba, it's ten p.m. Do you know where your children are? <laughs> um, I I would I would like if it addresses that in some way, yeah. even if it's just an offhand reference of you know ever since my uh, Pookie muffin has taken on the gangster moon of uh, Bellanorn. It's like, you know. You're so good at naming things. <laughs> well, he actually called him Poogie Muffin. But I mean, like, you know, like, just an offhand mention of like, you know, oh, I have to run things more tightly around here because I don't have a kid anymore. It's just something like, oh, yeah. he went off to college. I don't know. He's a you mom know. on the go. It's not. <laughs> He's a dude. Accept it. Um or maybe they mention that of like my ninth wife's mother's cousin uh, is coming over to visit or my something. My ninth wife's mother's cousin. Do you really think he was married to? No. 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 
I I don't even know if they have a concept of marriage for in in the hut clans or something. Yeah. I don't know. But Java's could be I I think Java's is the most unknown. Uh like all of these names I think we can come up with maybe what they're going to talk about or maybe where it could take place. Java's could be anything. John. What? What do you call it when Jabba gets the tip of his tail cut off? It's a piece of hut. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, Han Solo, interesting. Padme, interesting. I'm a pizza garbage. Oh my gosh. We had really good pizza for dinner. Clearly, because you can't stop talking about it. <laughs> it's good. Okay, so, Leia. What do you think about Leia? Or what do you think her comic's going to be about? Um, I don't know. I feel like... I mm. feel like the the most room they have to tell her story is maybe um, after... And again, it, it goes back to the same thing I was saying about the others. It depends. Are they going to stick strictly to the, like, four-year period of the original trilogy? Or yeah. are they going to kind of push the boundaries... I would like to see, you know, some of the beginnings of her political uh, influence after the Empire's destruction. Yeah. Yet again, I think she just like kicked down the doors to the New Republic and was like, I'm in charge. Yeah. Well, you know, um, we get talks of, uh, we get bits and pieces of, of her involvement in the creation of the New Republic and everything. I think it'd be cool to see the more initial... Uh, beginnings of that her kind of like Padme um I feel like both of them do really really well uh story-wise in political climates so I feel like that's what I want to see because you know and I know you love General Leia um I also love Senator Leia well and that's the thing is like we've gotten thanks to the comics we've gotten a good bit of General we've Mm -hmm. got a good good bit of action Leia I'd like to see more political Leia. I'd like to see her kind of make take the battle from the field and blasters to, you know, the the political yeah. um campaignings and such. Yeah. And I'd like to amend my statement if I could. Like no. it doesn't matter if she's a princess, a senator, or a general. She's just an awesome woman. Period. Yeah. Being a princess does not take away anything from how awesome she is. Yeah. So I think I think that, you know, rounding her out as a character, it's yeah. important to kind of address more than just... Because the major... Her major presence is, yeah, on the battlefield with the yeah. rebellion. But seeing what she does after that um, mm-hmm. would be interesting. Um, yeah. But... I guess... I just, like... The concept of women in political climates. Call me crazy. Okay. You're crazy. <laughs> Not you. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were talking to me or the microphone. No. But like... Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just... I like Leia in general. Yeah. I wouldn't get her tattooed on my body if I didn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, for the Resistance Age, we have... Okay, brace yourself. Big surprise. Huge surprise. You never see this coming. 
Poe Dameron. Snoky Poo. Captain Phasma. Amazing. Rose Tico. Mm-hmm. My girl. General Hux. Or Big big Red-Headed Crybaby. <laughs> Ray. And Black-Haired Crybaby. Kylo Ren. <laughs> he's not that bad. <laughs> he's not as at bad as Anakin. At, well, at least he actually does something. Hux yeah. just kind of... Which he 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 is what he's supposed to be. He's he's, he's the a comedic comedic face of a clearly uh, bratty politician, imperial son, whatever. Were you surprised? No. Um, I think the most exciting thing of this just has to do with that uh, Snoke. Yeah. I think there's good potential for that. Obviously, it's it's. Not a, it's not his own series, so it's not going to be huge, but it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Whatever they do, because he 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 as a character has the most to gain from getting comics. Yeah, Poe, we've gotten uh, thir- thirty one as of uh, tomorrow's issues. Yeah, thirty one great issues um, of that series. Um, I would love if it would go kind of into his joining of the resistance. That would be cool. Yeah. Ray's uh is gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um maybe it's gonna be about her time on Jakku. Yeah. Like um, kind of biding her time. That like that's the only thing I can really think of without getting too close to spoiling or influencing the story of episode nine. Like yeah. I feel like it has to be on Jakku. Yeah. Maybe it'll be like a subtle hint that we won't be able to decipher until seeing the movie. Maybe something like that. Yeah, could be. Eh. <laughs> um, Hux, I, I think uh, it'd be nice to see him kind of take power, um, take over kind of stuff early in the First Order. Or maybe it could be more towards his childhood. Hmm. Uh, I keep coming back. I don't know how they're doing what they're calling the Age of Resistance. Um, yeah. But if it could deal with his childhood a little bit and kind of, um, show us a bit more of how he was groomed into being such a um, fanatical uh, Hitler-like dictator, uh, then, you know, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, Phasma as well, like seeing her early days in the First Order, because we know she came from, thanks to the book, um, she came from a bit more, uh, I guess you could say, archaic. Like it was, I mean... Uh, they hit each other with big sticks. Like they aren't primitive, <laughs> but they're much more tribal. Like I don't want to undersell and make it sound like Neanderthals, but clearly, moving into the world of technology and armor and ships was a big move up. So it'd be yeah. interesting to see her transition and take power. Uh, yeah. We know she kind of usurped her uh, mentor. Um, kind of just seeing more of that, yeah. uh, you know, seeing more of, of that a little bit would be cool. Um, and, seeing, and, and unless yeah. they talk about how she floated through space after falling through a fiery pit and still somehow survived or something. Seeing her do anything will make me happy at <laughs> yeah. this point. Well, like, cause she, she's only good apparently when she's in comics or book. Cause when she's in the films, yeah. she can't do anything. Here's the thing. Don't create an awesome character. Without making them awesome in the movie. Like, for Pete's sake. Well, I mean, 
She, That's she... been going back ages with Star Wars. Oh, for Pete's sake, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could say the same about Boba Fett. I mean, he really didn't do anything in the films. It was something started there that was then built on in comics and books. So, yeah. Which happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, because it doesn't serve the big story. Um, you know, telling Boba Fett's entire history wouldn't have served Empire Strikes Back. Um, you know, that's a story for somebody else to tell. George Lucas was just trying to tell the story of Empire Strikes Back. So, yeah, it would take away from the story if Boba Fett would, went into just like a huge monologue about how, you know, I saw my father be beheaded. Be beheaded. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so, yeah, so I think. Honestly, uh, this is the most, or this is the era of which I'm probably the least excited. Like, yeah, Snoke gets all my excitement for this one. All the others, I'm just like, eh, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll read them. Yeah. Obviously, I, I read everything. I'm going to read them. But the one I'm excited about and I'm going to be, like, biting my nails to get is Snoke. Because I really want to see anything that adds to his character. Yeah, you just need to take a Snoke break. So... Coming out this week, we kind of alluded to, uh, is Poe Dameron, number 31. Yes, the final issue. The final issue. It's the final Poe Dameron. Yep, so we're going to see how uh, the events that have been building and building and building, how they're going to end and wrap up in a single issue. Um, I can't wait. (laughs) Well, you're going to have to, um, at least a little bit. I really can't. I'm excited for it. And, you know, it's almost sad because it's been, I haven't liked it as much until it started coming to a close. It feels like, you know, I've enjoyed the series overall, but it's really been a slow burn up until maybe the last eight or nine uh, issues, like probably the last, uh, couple of months of issues have been some of the best Mm -hmm. um and so whereas you know rewind a little bit if you had told me that series was ending i'd have been like okay um but now with each additional issue towards the climax it's been much more like man i i I don't want it to go now like you know it's it's not that i didn't like it it's just i I didn't like it enough to want to see it continue until it seemed like Okay, well, now it's getting great. I want this to continue. Um, so hopefully that all serves to say it's a great series that if you aren't reading, you should. And it does a lot to add to both Episode 7 and Episode 8. Um, but it also has its own unique storylines that are really good, which is what's coming to an end now with dealing with, like, Snap Wexley and the other uh, Black Squadron members and such. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. Um, we also got Dr. Afra number 24. Yay. Um, I love Dr. Afra so much. Why did you marry him? I know I'm tired and I don't sound as enthused as I am. Um, <laughs> but I am, I'm in, I'm much enthused. I love, uh, Dr. Afra's character. I love each issue, um, that comes out more and more. And, um, Uh, kind of spoiler alert, I'm just going to say it because I'm tired and I don't have a filter to stop myself from saying it. Darth Vader's coming back, so, uh, in her storyline. So, this Wednesday's issue is definitely going to be good because I think Afra's greatest compliment 
to her character is Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. When she and Darth Vader are together is when her series and her character are at its best, I think. not. That's not to say that she is a weak character that depends on a great character like Vader. It's just that they're both two great characters that create the best content when they're together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, you take one awesome, you take another awesome, they have an awesome baby. Well, not an awesome baby, but they, they do awesome together. That's... An awesome partnership. There you go. You're getting some sick uh, cat ASMR over there. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, Afra's been building up to something great, uh, which, again, involves the bringing back of Vader to her storyline, which it's been quite a while. Um, so, that's nice. Uh, and just get more love triangle arguments and conversations and, and such between her uh, ex mm-hmm. and her new her new boo. So love triangles, my favorite. It's, it's actually good. Um, take your word for it. So yeah, if you're not reading Afro, read it and catch up by Wednesday because that's when the next, uh, next issue comes up. Yeah. Okay. And we have star Wars adventures number 14, which will feature. What? I'm waiting. Am I supposed to say it? No. Okay. Our favorite drink canister slash giant space station slash tin can. Slash multiple personality syndrome. Yeah. Well, shared consciousness. Whatever. <laughs> like, we can get into this, but we're not going to right now. IG-88, my boy! Yep. I, I'm excited. Yeah, so um, I've been following and interacting with the artist and our... Forgive me if I get this wrong, Michael. I believe artist and writer, or maybe just writer, or in great way involved in creating this goodness. Um, either all around way, good boy. Yes, all around, uh, he is to be thanked for uh, bringing us the story. Um, and each time, it's getting me more excited because yes, we're getting IG88 uh, to appear in a sequel trilogy time period. So if in other words, around the time of episode seven, which is significant because originally his story ended at the events of episode six. This means he's lived long past his legend counterpart. Um, so that's been getting me excited. We also have hint that more bounty hunters uh, and familiar faces are becoming involved. Uh, he actually said that he was excited to introduce one of his favorite Clone Wars characters to which, because I knew he was going kind of bounty hunter smuggler related. I replied with a Hondo Onaka gif, uh, which you'll be introduced to eventually. I know who Hondo Clone Wars. is. I've seen um, Rattles. Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> so, I, yeah, I put in a gif of Hondo, and he was like, maybe. So I'm excited. Oh. Uh, all, all around just excited for uh, what's coming with Star Wars Adventures. And the yeah. best part is it's enjoyable and it's fun. Um it's art honestly it's better than forces of destiny but it's very similar in its presentation of just fun star wars stories that happen to have loads of easter eggs and canon stuff yeah so um if you haven't read star wars adventures yet i think this would be a great entry point because it sounds like there's going to be a lot of familiarity in there um that hopefully helps you enjoy it a little more um, so maybe, uh, this can be your first one if it's not, if you've 
kind of been reading here or there with adventures. Maybe this is a great time to get back into it. Um, and maybe you just like tin cans, uh, murderous <laughs> tin cans. Um, with shared consciousness. Yeah. Uh, in, in that case, then this is the comic for you. Yeah. Also, small, small thing. Um, we were listening to, what was it? Four Center Podcasts this morning? Yes. Yeah. Um, and they were doing, they did one of their, um, Star Wars counseling, Star Wars counseling episodes. And they talked about, you know, how L3 there, they haven't seen a, um, an instance of, you know, a droid uploading its personality or its entire consciousness up. Yeah. So what it was, uh, what they were talking about is, um, and this is not news related, but no. they were they were talking about. I just wanted to talk about it. Uh, well, all right. Well, we're in there now. Um, <laughs> they were talking about like Anakin's not nonchalant about R two D two going along with him on a mission because it's not like he can just say, "Oh, don't worry, I have him backed up on a hard drive, and we can yeah. load him into another one." So they were talking more specifically of like if a droid dies, it dies. There's no backup. There's no cloud for it. Yeah. Um, I get that. Yes, IG-88 is a different case, but there's special circumstances. But overall, what they were saying is still accurate. Yeah. If you don't know the story... Well, you're not getting into that now. We're we're talking about Legends tomorrow on the show. Tune in tomorrow, and I will get into this (laughs) This whole argument. This is the news. The news, Megan. Okay. So... So there's your promo for tomorrow's episode. Uh, Come back to hear her geek out and... Uh, go on and on about IG-88. Yeah. Okay. So, that's it for comic news. Okay. Let's move on to movie news. Oop. Movie news! John, do you like movies? I do. Do you like popcorn? I do. Theater popcorn. All other popcorn is inferior. I... What? I don't like that much butter. It's it's buttery, it's salty, it's just amazing. In my opinion, Disney popcorn is the best popcorn. It's okay. Maybe it's just because it's at Disney, and all food at Disney is amazing. That That is true. That's another thing we're going to get into at some point. Yeah. Look out for uh, something on Patreon where we're going to talk about, you know, everything that we did at Disney last week, and... Boy, howdy. It's mm-hmm. going to be a lot. So, in movie news, we've been talking about it for weeks, and it finally happened, John. Solo is out. Yep. It's uh, out. You can't keep him in. Yes. So, um, the day the day that this releases and enters your ears, uh, Solo is uh, out and available if you're like us and don't get the digital copy or don't get Lucasfilm to send you a direct copy because uh, we're not on the special short list. But yeah. um, if you're average like us, then you're going to pick it up the day it releases on physical copy. Um, and so we're going to be picking that up. We already have it scheduled for pickup at Best Buy, and it's we're going to watch it like 50 times, maybe 49. Um. 47. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> 46. Take, like, take it down about 35. Okay, 35. Deal. No. No, 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 no. Okay, um, you don't know how to do math. Okay, so. 
we're gonna do because of this we're gonna do a solo focused episode next week so you're gonna have to wait yeah originally that was supposed to be um that was supposed to be last week's yeah. uh, episode was uh, solo because it was meant to go along with uh, the digital release and physical release as well as the novelization release. So we we're going to talk all about solo, um, but stuff happens. And so you'll be getting yeah. that next week, but um, yeah, still going to be fun and exciting, I think. Yeah. Spoiler heavy, by the way. It's basically just going to be a spoiler cast. Yeah. Um, I got mentioned uh because i mentioned something about spoiler alert uh mall in solo um and apparently somebody did not know about that yet and uh i apologized for that so yeah spoiler mm -hmm. alert if you're actually waiting uh for the physical release of solo to watch solo uh for the first time then make sure you watch that and and that's the good thing of when we're doing it now uh, that means you have a full week. Yeah. You have a whole week to watch Solo as much as you want or read the book. Either way, uh, get caught up so that we don't have to do a bunch of spoiler warnings because we're just going to give one at the beginning. Uh, in which case, why would you be listening? Honestly. If you don't, if you haven't seen the movie, don't listen. Just wait till after you watch the movie. That's yeah. a, that's a good advice too. If you, you know, if you haven't watched it by next week. Then just save our Wednesday episode for when you actually watch it. Yeah. Uh, don't get mad at us. Yeah. Um, and you're not the only person that does it. For Pete's sake. Well, I, I, I admit that I take for granted that I see things fairly quickly, frequently, and often after their initial release. Yeah. Um, I saw... Because you're a big nerd. I saw Solo three times. I saw... I've seen all of the films multiple times, and usually during opening weekend, which means for me... You know, the month after, it's all hands on deck. I can say anything I want. No. Um, I realize not everybody does that, and I often have to apologize for that. But, I, you know, I, I try to be mindful of that. But at the same time, yeah, like, I, I've, I don't know. I don't know a solution to this uh, yeah. other than just starting any Star Wars conversation with what have you seen? Haven't you seen? No. Uh, I mean, there was people that were spoiled by Clone Wars stuff. Uh, like even you. Yeah. There's things I could say that would spoil you 10 years later. Yeah. Because you haven't seen everything. Okay. And it's hard to know what is and isn't. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned it happened on Twitter the other day. I did not know that a certain character in Rebels dies. And then... I was reading through some tweets about uh, Star Wars, and I came across that, and I was like, Okay! Thanks! I don't know what you're talking about. I'll tell you after. Okay. Anyway. I don't want to spoil. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so apparently I'm inconsiderate, but uh, I'm being considerate now. Consideration. Watch the movie, read the book, do what you gotta do, come ready to talk about Solo uh, next week. Yeah. Love yourself. Do a skincare yes, do that. routine. Uh, do 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 all that. Buy a bath bomb. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat Buy yourself. Solo. Buy yourself some coffee. Take yourself on a date. Uh, <laughs> go solo. <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke. Okay, so um, there's that. Uh, we got word that Disney CEO Bob Iger said that in a recent interview. 
uh, Star the Star Wars films will be slowing down. We're going to go at a snail pace for a little while. I don't know what that means. He confirmed that Benioff and Weiss are still working on their saga. And we know that Ryan Johnson has confirmed his trilogy. And it is still happening. But Bob said that timing and volume will be evaluated. And that one a year may have been a little too much to commit to. Um, yeah, he yeah. Ba- he basically full on takes the blame for Star Wars fatigue. Yeah, um, which good on him for admitting a mistake. Yeah, but I don't think it was much of a mistake. I, yeah, I think, or what he perceived was a mistake. What he, put it like that. Like, I I I mean, people were saying this after Rogue One came out the year after Episode Seven. Yeah. Um, I think this comes you know from the idea and we've addressed before like if you don't want to see something just don't watch it like, exactly like or watch it at your pace um i don't know i i've enjoyed the frequency i've not minded it at all and i've enjoyed everything that's come out yeah. and that's coming from me who reads everything watches everything keeps up with everything even the things that haven't happened yet like yeah i'm inundated with star wars and so people that just watch the movies when they complain about, oh, there's too much Star Wars. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and these are the same people that I'm constantly having the, well, if you read the comics conversations with. And, and yeah. you know, it's like, but I want it to be in the movies. Well, then when you're going to need a lot more movies, but I'm tired of the movies. And it's just like, it's a back and forth. And I just feel like it's a very, I mean, from my perspective, I'm just, this is all from me. I'm not saying this is the way it is. I'm just saying the way it seems to me, it's a vocal minority of people that are, air quote tired of star wars or or tired of too much star wars um but i think quite a lot of people are okay with it and aren't bothered uh and myself included in that you know we're the ones that are ultimately going to suffer because we've been enjoying the amount of star wars we've been getting yeah um well you can come to my fandom during the time off of star wars (laughs) All of your fandoms are dead. <laughs> That's what I mean, John. <laughs> I've been in the Twin Peaks fandom. <laughs> exactly. We only get shows every 25 years. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was a little upset with this. I feel like, I mean, I'm surprised it came so long after so long. I felt like this was going to be coming right after. So I felt like yeah. as many, as, as, soon as solo hit they were going to be like oh well sorry we we've been giving you too much star wars clearly i i feel like if this is in reaction to some of solo's um feedback i feel like solo is unjustly used as as an example of star wars fatigue i feel like there was a lot of things working against solo um and that it could have been much better and could have kept pace um i don't think I don't think Solo was the um, the backbreaker uh, for this. I feel like it was a good film and it did well considering what it had against it. Um, but I don't know. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I'm happy to hear we're still getting things. Yeah. Um, probably the best part about how frequently we were getting them meant that we were getting... M- more um from all areas yeah so instead of you know taking 
six years to finish the sequel trilogy and then doing Rogue One and then doing Solo, you know, they're kind of happening simultaneously, much like the, the comic books where you're not finishing one series and then starting a new one. You've got several series ongoing at the same time. Yeah. I feel like that was great because, you know, after the sequel trilogy, having Ryan Johnson and Benioff and Weiss alternating, I felt like would have been nice because then we're not f- waiting to finish one story to start the next. But, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. And it it all comes from me. I love Star Wars. I It would take a lot to make me tired or sick of Star Wars. And so for the, this is a little frustrating for me. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, obviously, they've handled things very well up to this point. If they're making this decision, I trust they know what they're doing. Um, yeah. And and who knows what it means by slowing down? I yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not doubting that Star Wars fatigue is very real. Like, fandom fatigue in general has been an issue for a very, very, very long time. Um, I just think you know we're kind of living in a new golden age of Star Wars. I mean, if you think about it, there's so much Star Wars content out there. Canon, Legends, whatever have you. You know. And like you said, you can pick and choose what you want to consume. You can not watch something if you don't want to watch it. You can not listen to something if you don't want to listen to it. It's just, it's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I, I, that's my biggest thing of the people and, and I'm not trying to make it sides. I'm not trying to yeah, definitely not. cause friction or division when I say it that way. I just mean people that do uh, get a little bit more tired of Star Wars. That's fine. I just, I feel like you then have the choice of watching what you want when you want versus, um, fan you know versus uh me or people like me that enjoy once a year like enjoy having one only one year to wait for star wars Uh, and and i think it's like you know and older fans will always be the ones like you wouldn't have survived in my time when we had to wait you know you're right you had well (laughs) yeah i wouldn't have survived because i wasn't born yet exactly um we we have a very different immune system (laughs) yeah like I, I, if that was the norm, I think I would be fine. But the thing is, it's not been. Even when I was growing up as a kid, um, immediately after I discovered Star Wars, Episode 1, 2, and 3 came out. And in between that, comics were coming out. And in between that, books were coming out. And yeah. then we got the Clone Wars series. So even when I was a kid growing up, there was always Star Wars. Um, yeah, our lifetime has been so full of Star Wars. Yeah, and so... It's cray-cray. Like, the, the driest time was when it was pretty much just the Clone Wars series. The 2008 series was the, the really ongoing thing of Star Wars. Um, but even then, there were books coming out. And yeah, there were, there was still stuff to keep things going. But, like, that's the driest it got. Yeah. Like, no movies, TV show, comics, that's what you get. Um, yeah. So, even when it was dry, it... It was, but that was yeah. when we, we thought it was done. We thought episode yeah. three ended, like, we thought it was done. That's why it was dry. But, like, with all this potential of storytelling, why, you know, 
drip feed at this point. I've, yeah. You know, but all of that comes from me who, again, never anticipates getting sick of Star Wars. Yeah. Enjoys the fire hose of Star Wars content rather than the drip feeder. Like, it's, the more yeah. the merrier. It's like that scene from The Simpsons where Homer goes to hell and uh, the demon's like, so you like donuts, don't you? And so he puts them in a machine that's just like force feeding him donuts over and over again and he's just loving it. Yeah. That's like you with Star Wars. Yeah, most people choke and die. I just inhale. <laughs> no. <laughs> um... You know, and I, I mean, I guess I'm just of a, at the end of the day, I'll adjust. I, I mean, yeah. it, I can't go march down to Disney's offices and demand Bob make more Star Wars. Like, yeah, we're going to get what we get. I just, I know that I'm going to be a little disappointed not having my yearly Star Wars to look forward to. I mean, yeah, right now is a good example. Having Solo released, what was it, May? Yeah. Um, and having to wait a year and a half for episode nine like that alone has me frustrated yeah and hopefully we're gonna get like some in-between storytelling like yeah well more stories from you know solo's time yeah i mean we've obviously you know we've talked we've got plenty of comics keeping us busy. we've got some books coming out um resistance is coming out in a couple of weeks and uh next year we are getting clone wars no specific time I don't think of when. Uh, so there's going to be here and there's to keep busy, but just my body is so used to Star Wars once a year, film-wise, that yeah. it's like it's so weird not to... Like, uh, it's been a Christmas tradition for us. Yeah. Every year since uh, Episode 7, for Christmas, we go as a family um, and see Star Wars. That's not a thing this year. Yeah. We're going to have to watch the old ones. I would I would go through a marathon. What better time than Christmas? All of no. them. It only take it only takes what like it it takes like. John, I did the math. It's like twenty six hours. What do we watch on Christmas Day over and over again? We're not watching that again. We. It's the same every year, and it's still a bad movie. It's a Christmas tradition to watch the a Christmas story. On t- on Nobody TBS. watches it though. <laughs> I watch it. Uh, no, Stephanie watches it. It's put on in the background. Nobody's actually watching it. Everybody's eating sausage balls or drinking coffee or, you know, videotaping the next cool thing the kids are sticking up their nose. It's like nobody's watching the movie. I'm watching it. <laughs> Whatever. I love that movie. <laughs> what did we? In- what the uh, the one year we were the last year we did vaca- uh, Christmas vacation with your parents and. Yeah. Jacksonville. What did we end up watching instead? Young Frankenstein. <laughs> no, we we watched that later. Me and your dad literally went down to Walgreens and bought the Blu-ray collection of the original trilogy just so we could watch Star Wars. And you're a big nerd. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> and that's when everybody was watching. Yeah. The influence you have on my family. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, um. So, yeah, I mean, that's, again, my body will accept what happens with Star Wars in the future, whatever it be. Your body Um, is ready. It will begrudgingly accept. (laughs) That's like when I just eat a salad. I will begrudgingly accept this. (laughs) Right. I will eat this grass. (laughs) I'll pretend to be a cow for 10 minutes. Yeah. 
Um, on a little bit of sad news, uh, this Sunday, Gary Kurtz passed away. Um, he, if you don't know who Gary Kurtz is, he was an influential and I'd say essential part of um, the Star Wars films. Uh, he was a producer on A New Hope and um, oh, Empire, Strikes, Empire Back. Strikes Back. There you go. It took my brain a minute. <laughs> um, and he also worked with George Lucas on American Graffiti, one of my favorite movies, The Dark Crystal, and Return to Oz, which is a really creepy movie if you've never seen it. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I was sad. Yeah. Um, he had a sick goatee. <laughs> yeah, he he had a great influence on, um, you know, the Star Wars that we're now complaining that we're not going to get much of. Yeah. Um, he He's essential to creating uh, and helping shape it. So yeah. um, it, it was a loss. And um, definitely uh, praying for his family. And yeah. this time um, can't be easy. Yeah. Um, but you know uh what a memory to have that yeah. now millions of people who never never met gary are still moved by uh the impact that he left and and yeah. such um you know it, he he definitely made quite the legacy um yeah in the star wars fandom i think so yeah i agree yeah so that i kind of you know movie related news um and so um you know, if you if you have have time, you can uh, find ways to kind of pass your condolences along, yeah, um, and whatnot. So yeah, look at his filmography. For Pete's sake, the man he left his mark on quite a few films. Yeah, like he was. Quite a few everything I think, and and just from what you mentioned, everything he was involved with uh, was unique. Definitely, oh, absolutely. So. But yeah, like I said, watch Return to Oz. You will never be the same. Isn't isn't that the one with the wheelers? That's the one with the wheelers. That's uh, Fruza Bolt. You know that? I didn't uh, know the that. girlfriend from Waterboy. And the wit the lead bad yeah. witch from uh, The Craft. And, one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies. <laughs> and your childhood crush. For a long time, For a yeah. Long, it's maybe still. <laughs> She's still pretty. I like how I just looked at the microphone like there was a camera <laughs> in the office. If you, but if you notice, especially her her portrayal in Waterboy, you guys aren't that dissimilar. Like you've offered to kill people for me uh, to make my life better on on a few occasions. Pretty so. consistently. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, like. Yeah. That's my main go-to. Like you're upsetting my friend. You We're just that. friends now. We're just friends well, now. you're upsetting my just friend friends. and loved one. You're my best friend. Oh, thanks. An avocado. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> How many times have you heard that podcast? Oh my goodness, right. audience podcast. Uh, what what we got next? All right, next up, we are gonna go through some resistance news. Okay. Join the resistance. Just kidding, rebel scum. Um, so. This week, or last week, the Meet the Aces video was released, which was a lot like the 
uh, the Team Fortress 2 promo videos, if you've never watched those, those are delightful. And it really, it introduced the aces who protect the Colossus and race in their spare time. Kind of sounds like Mickey and the Roadster races. Racers. I don't know what that is. It's like Resistance, but Mickey Mouse themed. <laughs> okay. You've never spent more than fifteen minutes with a child. You don't know what Mickey That's the Roadster races. I've spent more. I've spent plenty of time with children. Yeah, you have. I'm a youth pastor. Thank you. You don't pay attention. To I don't. I don't. Children's programming. Yeah, I don't pay. I don't pay attention to children's culture. Yes. I, however, am fascinated. <laughs> Yeah, like that's my that's my uh, that's how I start my uh, sort of mentorship relationships uh, with our church kids. Is I'm like, so what's on the tube today, fellas? Like, like Star Wars? Yeah, I'm like, like what's uh like I'm like, hey, have you seen Naruto? And he's like, you mean Baruto? And it's just like, um, I remember when that wasn't a thing. What's tea, sis? Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, basically, just so out of touch. <laughs> anyway. But um, we have Toradoza, which is a real cool name. Daughter of Captain Six, who is very protective of her. Cap as she What? what? Captain Six. Captain Doza. That says Captain Typo. Six. Typo. <laughs> Trust me, Megan. Nikki Six. <laughs> um, who is very protective of her as she is the youngest ace. She is a toddler. Yeah, um, I was surprised she was um, in this promo on this list um, as an ace because, like, all the others we'll talk about are very strong characteristic uh, characters, usually very stoic, uh, except for one. Um, and she's she's just quite different. So I feel like it's kind of daddy's daughter gets what she wants kind of thing. But he's also still like, yeah. you can be an ace, but, like... I'm keeping an eye on you. Don't know anything about that. Um, oh, yeah. Um, and so it's interesting. Um, I, from the first trailer, thought maybe she was going to be like the love interest of the main character. And that still could <laughs> be the case. Um, but it sounds like she's going to be a little bit more uh, deep and complex, <gasps> given her involvement in with the aces and such. So it'll be interesting, I think. A female character with depth? It's unheard What's of. What's the I world know. coming to? Okay. So, next is another awesome name. Hype Faison. Yeah. Voiced by Donald Faison, who yeah. voiced Princess Cookie in Adventure Time, one of my favorite episodes. Oh, okay. I'll show it to you. He's also Turk on uh, Scrubs. Another, another fantastic show. <laughs> Can dance real well. Um... And it's said that he was actually the inspiration for the character, according to Dave Filoni himself. Yeah, so um, apparently when they approached him, they the character already had the name Hype Faison. So it was kind of like, a, you really are only choice Donald. for this. Yeah, like Donald, come this, was, this was written for you, with you. And it's kind of like um, how J.K. Rowling felt about Hagrid, like, um, I don't, and I'm not going to pretend to know the actor's name, uh, that played Hagrid, but she was like, that's who I wanted. That's who I had in mind. That's who Hagrid is. What? Robbie Coltrane. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> you say it and I'm like, yes, that's right. But like, <laughs> you had no idea. <laughs> I, I, 
No, I, I mean, like, I knew, obviously, I knew, but it's one of those things where it's, like, it's not reachable in my brain files. Another fun fact, he was uh, Mr. Hyde in the Van Helsing movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, my Guilty Pleasure movie. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, it's a good movie. It's on Netflix. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, so uh, they, they apparently wrote hype for him. and um, He am the hype. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, he's a Rodian, which is nice um, to get a kind of classic uh, alien character, the Greedo. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you saw the confusion in my yeah. face. Um, it's nice to see a classic alien yeah. design come into a frequent, or not a frequent, but a, a, a very upfront character. Yeah. He's really good at smooches. Um, he's a super fun character. And very front and center personality, which sounds a lot like Donald Faison. Yeah, he, I mean, he's, from the little bit of uh, what we saw, I'm already in love with his character. I already think he's fun yeah. and cool. Um, yeah. I'm, so, yeah, I'm hyped for hype. <laughs> T-shirt. Um, I'm a big fan of non-human main characters. Yeah. Like I, I love that. And the the shows, the the TV shows and the comics get to do that a lot more and more easily yeah. than the main films. I think. Like I think that's why I like IG88 so much. Is he is not all human. <laughs> like yeah, from like, reading it's his just, stories, it's different. There's no humanity in there. I would I would love eventually if we do get a a, a the main character. Is alien and not even not necessarily humanoid, or so like obviously yeah. like a Soka, like a uh, or so not a Togruta, not a, a Twi'lek, not a Mary Allen, um, not a Nautilin. Um, like give me a Duros main character, which I know some people will argue. Well, that's still humanoid. It like. Big red eyes and bulbous blue head. Okay, that's a little out. That's a little less humanoid. But um, obviously, I don't want a a hut as the main character. But I want a droid. Give me a droid. That that one's probably harder. Yes, but I still want it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. You can't be harder than writing for a woman. (laughs) Oh wow. (laughs) Tell me how you really feel, but don't because. We've got more news. We do have more <laughs> news. Back to the list. We have Freya Fenris, um, a cold and ivy, icy, yes, Russian lady, and that's all. That's all that my note says. <laughs> uh, that that's all she got. That she just walks around with the fur hat on, like <laughs> eating borscht. Um, I imagine that she, she, she sounds has- like Katya. It's not super thick, but it's clearly Russian inspired. Um, Also, I know how to pronounce Katya's last name. Thank you. How do you pronounce it? Zamolochikova. Okay, there you go. I was just testing you. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. But, um, yeah, like, she was a very... They they really quickly passed over her character. Like, they didn't pass over. Um, There wasn't a whole lot to her. Uh, yeah. She she sounds very straightforward that she's the very stern by the book ace. She's very yeah. um, icy and um, quiet about her story. 
So um, it's been pointed out that there's a solo st a Star Wars story character with the same last name um, that she could be related to or could could be her. Could be. Um, they they also both have blonde hair. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of notes because there wasn't a whole lot to say. And yeah, I'm gonna call it now. Russian must be evil. We'll right. talk about that. In a we'll get there. Griff Halloran. 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 Yeah. That's the name of the cook from The Shining. Sure. Dick Halloran. Sure. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Griff. Do you ever wonder why we're here? Like in general or? <laughs> it's a reference, John. I, I don't get it. I haven't read the book. I watched the movie once, Megan. Red versus blue, John. Oh, Okay. I Jeez. think it was still at the. You make so many references that are so disconnected. His How name is I Griff. Oh my gosh! Jeez Megan. Louise. Uh, he was a formal imperial if you're gonna pilot. Make, if you're gonna make a red versus blue reference, it has to be Caboose. I hate birds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, um, we're getting off track. We got to get through this. Um, he has the coolest helmet and the ship design. Yes. So, uh, Griff is easily my favorite already calling it. He's the best. Um, he's a former Imperial who has heavily modified his, uh, TIE fighter to be his, um, racing ship. Sassy. Um, all of them have customized ships, uh, and, and whatnot. He is, um, his, Definitely takes influence from like the Thai striker design and whatnot. He's also got a cool painted, um, almost skull on his uh, pilot helmet, which is really cool. Like he's just a cool guy. He's clearly just the cool guy. That's it, and that's fine because he does it well. And he's also voiced by Stephen Stanton, who also voiced several characters, including Tarkin in the Clone Wars and Radis in Rogue One. So he's just like an awesome staple. Yeah, he's just like the comes out of nowhere. I don't play by your daddy's rules character. Yeah, like Steve, he's the uh, he's the reoccurring voice yeah. of the, like all, all the other voices. I do believe are uh, new talents and new uh, newly involved with Star Wars. Steven's the vet, so um, I'm excited to see that he's involved with it, um, and I think he's got a great character for it. Um, and so, yeah, Griff is the best already. Griff is best. Uh, so next up is Bo Keeble. Yes. Bo Keeble. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what that name is a reference to. I don't know. What? Either a Bo Weevil. No. Does have, that restaurant has fantastic cake. Um, or a Neva Knievel. Yes. Yes. Okay, so Bo, Mr. Boo, is a Keldor pilot who is apparently very quiet, but is the stunt pilot of the group. Yeah. So very evil Knievel. Yeah. Um, he's apparently a very good pilot, but he's always crashing because he's always doing stunts. Like, he's always trying to be extra. So, um, what? It's like Ghost Rider, John. It's like Ghost Rider. Is it? He How? does stunts. Let me crash him. 
his head catches on fire and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pr- okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure Ghost Rider's main thing isn't his stunt routines, but I love that movie. <laughs> it's you like. It's- yeah, you like awful movies. I like so. terrible movies. Um, like the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. I also love that. Yeah. So have terrible taste in films. Talking about alien characters, he's a Keldor, which is cool because he's the first non-Plocoon Keldor we've gotten to really uh, see or get featured. So yeah. uh, it's nice um, to see another of that species yeah. out I'm, there. I'm very proud of myself because I knew what that was when I read it. Sure. Shut up. I believe you. Um, but uh, they don't have a voice actor attached to him, so I believe he may be largely silent, or it could be something that Matthew Wood's doing and they're just editing afterwards, um, yeah. like with Grievous or whatnot. I don't know. You know, it'd be neat if, like, he wears a mask like Plo Koon, except all you hear is just... <laughs> so Bane, um, he's got a similar mask. His is a little different. His doesn't have the little tusks at the end. I love those tusks. Um, so his his Hello, looks Plo-Koon. more roundish than um, pointy. Yeah, Plocoon, great character. His eyes are not very good for trypophobic people. No, well, they're not his eyes. They're goggles. His goggles. There you go. Whatever. <laughs> um, Mr. Goggle, man. So yeah, there's not a lot. He's got a cool, he's got a cool ship as well that apparently can transform and do different things. Is it more than meets the eye? Uh, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it, he's got an, he's another cool, uh, like all of them have something that when you wa- if you go and watch this meet the aces video, all of them stand out as a, Ooh, like some, everyone has something. Um, so like with hype, it's his personality, uh, with, um, Doza, it's her cat with Fenris. It's her stoic personality with Griff. It's his, uh, you know, rough and tough exterior with, uh, with Bo. It's his, his ship, his like stunt ship. You can tell a lot about a man by a ship. Clearly. Because he's not going to tell you anything. Um, rumor has it that one of the aces could be a First Order spy. Maybe. Um, could be. I'm calling it. Uh, calling what? I'm calling it. It's Freya. Uh, well, Scary um, Russian lately. Kaz's whole deal with being on the Colossus is to find First Order sympathizers, find the mm-hmm. the leaks, and find the uh, enemies. And so, it no one's outright said one of the Aces is definitely a bad guy yeah. because obviously that would spoil the show a little bit. But yeah. I feel like obviously each one's going to get yeah. investigated. Like each one's going to get an episode where it's like, is it this guy today? Is it that guy today? Is yeah. you know who is it? I'm going to call it. It's either going to be Freya or the dad. Funny that you mentioned that because um, Molly from Star Wars Explained uh, called that one. Or, well, mm-hmm. she she guessed that one of maybe it's the dad. Maybe the leak is the dad uh, who is over the Colossus kind of thing. So it's like, 
See, Molly, you and I are on a wavelength here. I mean, he would have the most influence that the First Order would likely want. Um, Which is start a club. Why is a podcast? <laughs> I think Freya and Griff, being their very rough characters, are both going to be red herrings. They're they're too easy. Yeah. Um, I think it's either the dad or Hype. Because Hype is such a fun and cool character and, and like such a likable character. Mm. His would be the most of a like twist, like, you know, M. Night Shyamalan, yeah. twisty twist. Um, the one you cared about and loved this whole time mm-hmm. um, has been the one. Yeah. Um, I think, though, it'll probably end up just being the dad. Yeah. But who yeah. knows? Yeah. At the end of the day, Hondo is going to come out of nowhere and just be like, what a twist. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I, I think um, if it is one of the aces, it's probably going to be hype. Yeah. And last on the list is Major Von Rigg. I hope I said that right. Yeah. Um, Mayor is a First Order pilot with crimson armor and a tie with old school inspiration. Uh, In the video, we also see Kylo Ren's shuttle of the same model, at least. Um... Yeah, there was uh, one scene in there. It was very, very, very brief, but it was the same shuttle type as Kylo's. Um, yeah. I They haven't mentioned that Kylo would be in it. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Yeah. Um, he just comes in with his lightsaber and just slashes the drapes a little bit. Right. Um, I, I feel like this is small game. Like, I don't think it's Kylo. I think, no. honestly... Because we already know Gwendolyn Christie's coming back for Phasma, at least for guest appearances. I think, if anybody, it's a shuttle for Phasma. Yeah. I think it's just the same shuttle. I don't think it's Kylo Ren's shuttle. Yeah. Um, Maybe she's just like going on a joyride or something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it. I think that's that. Um, yeah. A lot of people thought that. Uh, oh, uh, Major Von Reg thought that he was the cardinal um which if you read the phasma book is um I can't read <laughs> clearly so i listen to audible <laughs> sponsored um enabling non-readers to not read um i do read i just don't have time yeah yeah so they thought it was cardinal um i thought that was a bit of a leap and clearly it was because yeah. He's a new character. Um, also, go cards. I feel like he's going to be the bad guy ace of this one. Like, that's going to be his thing, is he's going to yeah. be the one, like, to... He's still bailed. Yeah. Uh, like, he's just going to be the bad guy ace. Like, that's it. Like, I don't I don't know what else. The bad guy. Clearly. Do you think he's always bailed? <laughs> if he has one. <laughs> that's a bailed, bailed guy. Yep. I'm very tired. <laughs> clearly. Um, so this has clearly been our best episode yet. Um, uh. <laughs> but uh, Certainly our sleepiest. Yeah. So, but that's resistant news. Um, and I've been enjoying the uh, Meet the uh, videos they've released. So like Meet Team Fireball, Meet the Aces. Um, it'll be cool if they kind of do another one, maybe meet the first order where they talk more about Von Reg. Uh, maybe 
uh, get to see a little bit of Phasma. I don't know. Um, Altogether, though, it's a couple of weeks away, and I am definitely excited about it. Um, And I get more and more excited each time they uh, give us a little tidbit of it. Um, But I think Meet the Aces video really got me excited. So, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, with that, that brings our show to a close uh, for this data dump. Uh, That's all the data we have to dump. So hopefully you caught it all um, or caught what you liked. Um, (laughs) Later this week, we will, uh, as mentioned um, earlier, uh, we went to Disney last week and experienced a lot of cool Star Wars stuff and just had fun in general. And so we're going to be putting a video up on Patreon later this week where we kind of talk about some of that, talk about um, our Disney experiences and kind of uh, infer off of that some Galaxy's Edge stuff and just in general uh, recount some of our favorite parts of our uh, Star Wars Disney vacation. Um, And so if you're not following us on Patreon yet, uh, what are you doing? Uh, Yeah, why? Yeah, do it. Um, Follow us there. you don't have to financially support the show to do that. Uh, of course, we would appreciate if you do. Yeah. Uh, that means that we can give you better content and more content down the road, and it allows us to expand the quality of our show and uh, the the amount of show that we're able to give you. So uh, if you're able, a dollar a month goes a long way. Um, but if nothing else, get connected to us on Patreon, where you can just get a little bit of extra stuff. Yeah. Um, You'll be able to look behind us and see our sick um, Disney pin board. Disney pin board that we spent so much time on. <laughs> yeah. Time and money. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, different things like that. So follow us there. Look out for that. Um, we are now on iTunes uh, or uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You might even be listening to us right now on that. And if you are, we encourage you and plead with you uh, to, uh, if you liked the episode, um, to give us a review and uh, uh, give us a rate, uh, share us around. Um, It really helps uh, to have your endorsements um, of the show. And if you're not on Apple Podcasts, uh, I'm sure that most platforms have a way to rate and review and if you can do that, we would appreciate it uh, on your various platforms. It really uh, helps support the show and uh, gets the show out there a little bit more. Yeah. Um, which is a great way to support us if you can't um, do the Patreon stuff or uh, anything like that. Uh, reviewing and rating and sharing the show goes a long way as well. Send a handwritten letter to Spotify recommending us. That might be a little much. Uh, stars but if you do do that we will love you so uh i already love you you don't need to win my love child you need to win my love just saying wow so on that note (laughs) you got issues man (laughs) i'm tired that's my greatest issue um on that note uh this has been our data dump and again if you like it uh then review it rate it share it And uh, in the meantime, um, stay scruffy. Yeah, keep it scruffy, friends. I forgot all that I was going to say. So instead, I will say, may the force be with you.